Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Passion is not a thing. It's a state of mind. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Krista Laurie, and this is Bucketless Careers, a Krista's Takeaways solo episode, to be exact, as we inch closer to wrapping up 2022. Wow, that was fast. That quote was by Mel Robbins. She's one of my favorite personal development voices in the landscape today, and she's for sure a Bucketless Career poster child. She was once a criminal defense attorney in New York City who's very outspoken about how unfulfilled she was in the role. Well, let's say it as Mel does. She says she was miserable as a lawyer and now clearly has found so much more success leaving that behind and speaking her truth as a motivational speaker, author, and podcaster. She's just like the 80 plus guests we've had on this show who's embraced what was needed to more successfully align with a meaningful and profitable career path, a recurring theme of this show, of course. And when I choose what to dig into for these solo episodes, I try to tap into what speaks to me the most in the moment based on the last grouping of episodes, what listeners are saying to me feedback-wise, and what guest wisdom I can draw from to respond. Because I have to say, 80 episodes in, we have a valuable cross-section of narratives to learn from. So in some emails and input from you, listeners, I find many say the stories are inspiring and they love the takeaways, but they still feel personally stuck and unsure about what a next career step is for them, what it looks like. And more specifically, some feel stuck in the quandary of what to do if you know you're not happy. That part's figured out. You know what you want to change in your current professional pursuits, job, or path, but you can't find the answer or clear road to what else to do work-wise. And you also know you're trying to align more closely with what fuels you, what comes naturally and easily and could somehow be monetized. Many cited specifically feeling that they're having trouble finding their passion. Now you see why I chose to open with Mel's quote, passion is not a thing, it's a state of mind. Passion is one of those terms I actually have struggled with in my podcast writing and using it in my interviews because Frankly, it feels a bit overused everywhere in the personal development or business development space and overly broad to say, find your passion. It'll all fall into place then. And yet many can't escape the feeling that they haven't found it. So maybe the answer, if we break it down, is to stop thinking in those terms. If you haven't read Mark Manson, he's the author of New York Times bestseller, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F asterisk CK. Yeah, we're not going to say the word just because this is a clean rated podcast. I read an article he wrote about passion and those bemoaning the fact that they feel they haven't found it professionally or in life in general. And here's what he has to say about it. And I found it pretty powerful. The common complaint among a lot of these people he hears from is that they need to quote unquote, find their passion. I call BS. You already found your passion. You're just ignoring it. Seriously, you're awake 16 hours a day, and what the F do you do with your time? You're doing something, obviously. You're talking about something. There's some topic or activity or idea that dominates a significant amount of your free time, your conversations, your web browsing, and it dominates them without you consciously pursuing it or looking for it. It's right there in front of you. You're just avoiding it. For whatever reason, you're avoiding it. You're telling yourself, oh, well, yeah, I love comic books, but that doesn't count. You can't make money with comic books. But have you even tried? 
The problem is not a lack of passion for something. The problem is productivity. The problem is perception. The problem is acceptance, end quote. So that resonates a bit, doesn't it? Whether or not you're a fan of Mark Manson and the frequent drop of F-bombs, I'm not judging, but (laughs) if you're sure you're not happy with your day-to-day as it is right now, or you're returning to work after stepping away for whatever the reason, finding the right career pursuit does not have to center on a quest for a singular passion. Not knowing your passion can be a source of tremendous stress and anxiety. For those who have yet to find it, this type of career advice can actually make us think there's something innately wrong with us, and there isn't. According to a team of Stanford researchers' findings, the quote-unquote follow-your-passion advice can actually be detrimental to an individual's success due to narrow-mindedness and dedication to a single passion, emphasis on the word single. And here's why. It assumes we will only have one passion in life. People are dynamic, often growing through experiences and have more than one specific life interest. It can truly be limiting to select merely one passion as it leaves zero space for other passions yet to be uncovered. Number two, this mindset also assumes passions don't change with time. Humans continually evolve in every stage of our lives. What we once loved may now be a fond or not so fond memory. We are in constant flux and that means our passions are likely to be too. I personally once loved live TV reporting and anchoring breaking news. It was a rush. It was a dynamic work environment and ever-changing. But I am not who I was more than a decade ago. I have evolved to a place where I prefer more control over my work environment. And this took some time for me to actually hone in on these reasons. But I got there. I needed more control over the environment that I worked in, the hours, the specific content of what I'm putting out there creatively you know, one-on-one interviews with people who inspire me, teach me something new, challenge me to work harder toward my scaling up goals. That's what lights me up. So the person I am today is much more fueled by that than live coverage of breaking news. It just took me some time to get to that realization. And another reason why it's counterproductive to obsess over consciously finding your passion This gives the impression that it should come with ease, organically, like a magical dream job is waiting in the wings. We know that's not reality. When looking for a new career path, it is critical to be aware of your strengths and the things that come more easily to you. Focus on what you deem valuable in the present, such as remote work, hybrid work, unlimited paid time off, flexible hours, etc. That all matters. More creativity, perhaps, more interaction with people who fuel your growth. Most people need time, education, and exposure to different jobs and environments, companies, before they're able to hone in on what feels meaningful and can be monetized. There is absolutely no question that each and every guest I've had on this podcast is passionate about what they've pivoted towards in a second act or reinvention, reimagining themselves in some way professionally. But you know what's also a common thread? how they've achieved a thriving bucket list career, each and every guest who successfully found that professional purpose did not set out to find their passion. It was always there within them and in different ways it was revealed and then cultivated. In some cases, a hobby or strong interest that became a side hustle and then grew into a primary business or new career. As your host, my goal is to highlight the mindset and actions it takes to successfully make that transition. 
So if this speaks to you, I encourage you to stop and try to be present as often as possible to overcome that self-critique and blame over not feeling you found your passion. End the endless chatter in your mind and start listening to your true self and taking it one step further. Let's flip the worn out script of following your passion. It's already there. As Mark Manson said, the problem is not a lack of passion for something. The problem is productivity. The problem is perception. The problem is acceptance. If you can, as we head into a new year shortly, commit to learning and relearning what energizes and what drains you. By dedicating yourself to what sparks your interests and what doesn't, you can more easily align with a successful career path that highlights your true talents. And as we always say, it's never too late. We are back to our usual MO the week after next, the Thursday after next, with another Bucket List Careers rock star guest taking a little break for the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope yours is filled with togetherness, relaxation, and laughter as it always should be. Thanks for listening and supporting the podcast by sharing with friends and on your social media, writing a review as we get closer and closer to 100 episodes. What a milestone. I'm so grateful for all your support. All right, everyone, have a wonderful holiday and be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty <laughs> presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.